You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. Play no, everything you can, with an EDR you, pad. You can get good scrub and get better at games. I think I haven't been trying since 1994. <laughs> not gay if it's a three-way i swear it's a three-way the third guy is just really late welcome back to this week in gaming i'm proxy i'm sarah and i'm lilith oh oh boy as in the, <laughs> the siren yeah the first demon no oh as in the siren okay borderlands <laughs> i knew where this was going <laughs> <laughs> anyway by god i <laughs> i want to ask what you played this past week no you can because it's more uh, than just that well i've <laughs> I'm pretty sure your name and Borderlands 3 have become completely synonymous on Discord at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, Morgan, Borderlands 3. Uh, it's to be fair, assumed. it's only been the last... Morgan Lands 3. It's only been out for a little over 24 hours. Border Morg 3. And I literally... I well, it's, it started, It's 8 p.m. right now on Friday. Yes. It came out at 7 p.m., on Thursday. And you started playing it about 8.30. 8, 8.30 yesterday. I feel like somehow you have 36 hours logged and I don't know how you manage <laughs> I only have like I hours. have like six to eight hours. <laughs> Maybe a little bit more than eight hours total. What's your take on it so far? I love it. Yeah? I, I See, the thing is, is I, I think is I'm still like in the thick of it right now because I was starting to get bored with one and two because I was playing them back to back. Just because a lot of it was just the fetch quest missions. But Everybody loves a fetch quest. I'm like even eight to ten hours in, I'm still into getting characters, like meeting people and stuff. And I think what helps too is that um, your planet jumping. You're not just you're not just stuck on one area. Yeah, you're not stuck on Pandora anymore. You're there's multiple areas that have multiple areas. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like the first place the first planet you jump to because you start on pandora but then you get into space and the first place you go to is promethea which is where atlas corporation is based out of yep so you meet reese <gasps> and it's just you meet reese and you meet zero. Oh boy yeah so like you're you're gaining characters from previous games including tales of so like it's i like it i really like it uh i'm still trying to figure out how to properly map my character i'm um, playing as flack the non-binary robot hell yeah canonically non-binary robot wait a minute that makes sense if they're a robot well that's the thing they even there's even one line where they're like i i neither have i'm ne- neither male nor female so come die or some along oh my those lines <laughs> the dream if I could just be like a sexless it, but, robot. Like, but they are they are canonically non-binary because, you you know, like in two or but in when you one. you it all down, all machine code is is zeros and ones. Right. But in, in Borderlands 1, if you choose zero, it says he and him and all that stuff. Right. Literally in every description for Flack, anything that discusses any they type of they pronoun, them. they use they, them. Hell yeah. Whether it be a description of like what's going on, like a skill boost or whatever. It's like they, they, them, they, it, it 
there, you know? Yeah. Because I think if a robot is going to be a person. Yeah. Which I assume robots in the Borderlands world. Yes. Are. They're. For all intents and purposes. For the most part, yes. I feel like if you're just like, uh, fuck that shit. (laughs) But, yeah. I mean, most people want to, which is why they arbitrarily assign sexes to robots. Yeah. Short of just the 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 non-binary representation in this game, it's it's a great game, honestly. It looks like you're. How is a it good graphically? Time. How does it feel compared to like Borderlands Two? Because I know they're still using the cell shaded. It's crisp. It's a lot crispier. If that makes sense, like I don't know, like Borderlands Two looked a little almost muted. Even with like how bright it it is, yeah, it looked almost muted. But I think that a lot of that has to do with ninety percent of the time you're in a desert landscape. So they're adding. Boy, this, does everything just kind of look the same? Exactly. Eventually. So they're adding this variety, just being able to change, like change planets. It does look. Stuff. It does look really colorful compared it to is. when it's, I. It's absolutely more. Colorful, was watching colorful. you play the other ones, and it's like, eh. It's all it's like Fallout 3. It's all kind of just like a bleh color. <laughs> but like uh, like I said, I'm trying to excuse me. I'm still trying to figure out how to properly map out my character. Um, Flack is a beast master. So you always have a pet with you. <gasps> yeah, they're so cute. You have a choice of three different pets that you can interchange no matter what. Uh, one's like a monkey, a monkey beast thing. One is like a hound. And one is one of those fucking like spider, those four legged spider things. Ah, dogs. But yes. Yeah. It looks like a weird crab <laughs> yeah. spider. It looks like thing. a head crab. Kind of. But like one of its legs is actually a drilling pylon because like it lost its leg. So they replaced it. My drill will pierce the heavens. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I can't sing its praises more like enough. There are a few glitches, which I just found out that one of them is actually like a legit glitch that's happening to more than just me because I thought it was just my PC. But it's a basic one where like you all you got to do is turn down like density fog. Huh? And that's it. Like you turn it from high to medium. I guess that makes sense. I haven't even looked at to see like what my computer is running it at. Like I you just I just I (laughs) start I installed the game Wednesday night. Thursday night I started playing it I didn't even like bother going into the settings and being like oh what what am I running That's, at am I running at ultra it's amazing blah, blah, blah. you start up games and the game is like here's what we detected your computer can handle and you're just like okay I have never been able to trust a computer yeah but I also know what my computer can run and I know. If it, start, if it starts to like have an issue, that's when I know. Okay, well, maybe I was wrong. Yeah, it's and just I crazy. And I turn it down a notch. You're just like, okay, and that it works most of the time. I've never been able to conceivably do that because I keep my drivers updated and my computer is clean. And most of the time, it's actually Nvidia that's going, "Hey, we detected this," exactly. rather than the game itself. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I keep the drivers. My experience updated. is Nvidia tends to know what they're doing with their own chipset. Yep. Perhaps. Hopefully. Perhaps. Fingers crossed. But other than Borderlands 3, uh, I've been playing Gears 5, which I have not accidentally beat yet. (laughs) Our predictions from last week were wrong. Yeah. Thank Uh, God. We're all fired now. See, and the thing is, I haven't looked up to see how their chapters are running because I'm on chapter two, but I'm on like chapter two, subsection 80. 
at this point. I got to a point where it was like, are you sure you want to continue? And I was like, oh, OK, that feels very endgamey to me. But yeah, it's I don't think it is, but I'm stuck on a boss like, like final boss battle of a Tales game. Kind it, of. it does feel like a final boss battle, but which is crazy. It, like, I if don't you, think so, because <laughs> this boss is not big enough. If you were already at like at the end of the game, I would be like, I want a fucking refund. I've played this game for five hours. I want a refund for this game that I downloaded for free. Yeah, I want yeah, to. I want my I want my free back. Yeah, uh, but I'm like I'm stuck on what they call the locust mother. That sounds lovely. Yeah, yeah. That makes that gives me like callbacks to like Quilog from Dark Souls. Did you play four Gears four? No, I barely played Beyond two. Uh, yeah. See, because a lot of the story is a pure continuation of four. Ah. Uh. It like literally right where four leaves off, you start up again. That's why like some of these characters, I'm like, who the fuck are you? Because I didn't beat four. Nah, our, our Xbox Perdulated Sacrifice was like my go to to find out anything about the Gears series. Yeah. But, you know, now that he's got like four in, kids, three army. jobs and full time schooling, it's like, where does he find time to do anything? He mm-hmm. doesn't. So, oh, well. Yeah. But um, I'm stuck on that. So I got a little frustrated and I almost broke my controller. So I had to put it down. Good call. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, I was yelling at my computer being like, what the fuck? Da, da, da. Time to stop. As soon as you have to outwardly say, what the fuck? It's time to stop. Yep. And that's generally when I do now. 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 As an adult. It's hard to have that kind of like. As a 32 year old Self-control development happen. Yeah. Um, then I've also been playing control. Speaking of control. Uh, I'm stuck on that as well. So I have not accidentally beat two games this week, which surprises me. Yeah. You're so good at accidentally beating them. But um, luckily in Control, there's a whole bunch of side missions that I can still do. But like main game wise, I looked up to see like where I'm at and I'm at literally the last part of the last mission. But it's one of those things that you can like kind of go in and out because it's essentially an open world. Hmm. It's not a linear story. Like if you don't do this, like right now you're fucked. I can literally just fast travel right back to where I am. See, anytime. that's so weird because it doesn't look like that type of game. Yeah. From the couch where I watch you play. It, yeah, no, it really <laughs> doesn't, but it is. So that's literally all I've been playing. I've only been playing three games this week and they they're all brand new games. They all sound like they're like pulling you in though which is good yeah i generally play each of them at well short of borderlands because i just started it but each of them at least two hours whenever i play i i know i'm in it for at least two hours yeah sometimes it's like six yeah well two hours turns into six and then i realize i can't feel my feet anymore so i have to yeah yeah you know you gotta do is um five below has these like little cushy i might end up picking one i i got this little storage box to try and be that but it's not doing a good job it's too flimsy. So I might mm-hmm. go back and oh, the little like cushy little ottomans. fluffy footstool thing. Yeah, yeah they don't work. Put it under your desk. I need they're I, too hard. I need a footstool. I don't care what it is made of. I need a footstool at a desk. I have rearranged my entire office at work to make sure that I can put my feet up on something. Because if not, I will freak out. My problem is there isn't enough room underneath my desk to put something because I have a bar in the back mm. that holds the desk up. Yeah, for me with my short little legs. But I use that as I a can footstool. Put, 
something there and it works, but you have long legs. So whatever you put is just going to be like too high up and then your knees will just like crack the bottom. Yeah. Underside yeah. Welcome of your to tall desk. people problems. Yeah. Can't relate. If we just like right above the knee, we'll take them both out. Yeah, just, well, then I don't have to worry about a footstool. You won't. You just be like Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. Lieutenant Dan it up. Or we can just leave. Gotta, gotta right, pump up those numbers. Those are rookie numbers. Right below the knee, so you still have some bend, and then we'll get a really high footstool that'll just hold up your stubs. Or just a high foot. All right. <laughs> or you can be hear like Hankel's dad. Okay. We go uh, somewhere between uh, Kingsman and Grindhouse. We'll replace one leg with an AK-47 and the okay. other one with a sword. I'm, I'm, I'm. You know <laughs> what? Let's do it. Yeah. Right now. That's fine. All right. I got the knives upstairs. Perfect. Your knives would just go right through bone. I don't even. Yeah. That's why I suggested. And I also have a Sawzall in case that doesn't work. I was talking about your knives when we were at the cafe at work. And as soon as I was talking about that time that I used your bread knife on garlic bread and went right into my finger, like (laughs) accidentally, I went, oh, whoops. I was like, and you know, then you pull it away and it's not bleeding, but then you open your finger and it's just like, whoop. Yep. And you're like, oh, (laughs) and they were like, those are some good knives. I was like, yeah. those are the only kind she has. It's not even that they're good knives anymore. It's just I take care of them. Yeah. yeah. There was one that was hanging out. It like doesn't fit in the knife block, but I put it in there anyway to keep it safe. It's not there anymore because it's, of this. Let's incident. be real. It's to keep everyone else safe. Yeah. And the knife I, doesn't need. Safety. I went to move the knife block and my thumb Grazed hit, it. hit oh. it, it like it didn't slice. It just went straight through like meat straight through. I don't know if it was like bone or whatever is hard right there. I think it just like just the like, muscle and then the bone. Ugh. It just went straight through. And I was just like, I'm having a crisis. Well, see, my my favorite story still is the first time I ever used my knives in culinary school. As we're having this discussion about safety with knives, I'm holding a bread knife that you can't see where the blade is. And as my teacher's going, now don't bring your thumb down. I go, sink. (laughs) Help. (laughs) Like holding my hand up, I cut down to the bone in a matter of a millisecond. Just kind of went, huh? Yeah. Like like it was butter. Because it's those long ones, yeah. right? The yeah. The long those ones are red knives. So, there's no so ridge to it sharp. or anything. I'm going to take a minute and say static. Put it back in your pants. <laughs> I know we're talking knives. Yeah. And now I've got the Japanese steel, which the first like 18 <sighs> times I've used it, it was just like butter. Mm. I don't care if you're a bone or not. Butter. Yep. Yep. <sighs> so, Rob, what have you been playing? <laughs> Knife simulator. It seems like a really like this. My gaming experience pales in comparison to like knife talk. Uh, I played a lot of games, actually, for once. I Who are you? What have you done with Sarah? I know. I was still riding the ADHD mania high, I guess. Perfect. I think I played a little No Man's Sky. Not really like a whole lot. Just enough to like go on and be like space. Yay, I'm flying around. Um, I installed Blair Witch on the Xbox because Game Pass. Yeah. And I started playing because our roommate wants to play it really bad, but he doesn't have an Xbox. So I was like, just use that one. Just use the one that we currently own. Use the family room Xbox. The Game Pass is already paid for. It's not like it's an inconvenience. Just do it. So I downloaded it because I wanted to play too, maybe. And I started that and it was really scary. But also it's kind of hard to see. 
hate so that. like it's a struggle. Like I feel like I'm going to have to sit on the floor or like on the coffee table really close to the TV in order to see everything. Cause you start out the game in the woods, apparently right after the events of the first movie, but I've never seen the first movie, so I don't know. Um, and so like you're in the woods and like you have a dog and your dog is the same color as the woods. And like, you have to find him and find clues to find this person. And it's like a lot of looking around and having to see things. And it's like, I feel like I just got to get real close to my TV in order to do that. So I played like half an hour of that. And I was like, this is, I'm really tense. I'm very scared (laughs) and nothing has happened. I'm just terrified. So it's good to know that games can still terrify me. It's necessary. Um, And then I started Days Gone, which took an eternity to download because I'm stubborn and I watched Netflix while it was downloading anyway. And even though I've been ready to what? We are two different people. I couldn't possibly sit there for three hours and watch it. It was going to be 20 minutes. No, it was going to be an hour and a half. And then I like stopped Netflix and it was like two hours. I watched it because I tried and it was like, I can't sit here for an hour. I'm going to die. Okay. Um, but I started that. And after, you know, three years of being so excited to play it, I'm finally playing it like seven months after it came out. That's fine. Go on. And I I mean, it's really good, but it sucks because I only play games that like I've been playing for a long time and I'm used to how they work and how they feel. So when I'm playing something new where all of the buttons are different, she gets yelly. I don't get yelly. I just get frustrated. You get yelly. Believe me, I was there. I just it's like so frustrating when you're like hold square and you're like, okay, I'll hold square. And then it just doesn't do it. And then the game's like, you have to hold square. And it's like, I'm holding square. I don't know what you want from me. I think there's a bonfire around here somewhere where kids like to hang out. (laughs) That's what it feels. (laughs) And you're like, I know God, quiet. It really, it feels like insanity a little bit, but it's really fun though. I just, I'm on easy mode. It's not very easy. It's it feels pretty normal mode because like two zombies handleable, three testy, four impossible. I have to run away. And it's like, this is easy mode. I'm not asking for you to hold my hand and basically play me a movie that's a game. I just would like to survive yeah, without and, having to run away. And, and like she she's having the problem with like three or more zombies. I'm thinking like. Wait till you get to when there's 60 to 90. Oh, I mean, I had that happen. I went to a Nero checkpoint and I was like, oh, there's only like three around this corner. And I shot the speakers because the otherwise the thing would go off and the speakers would attract more fucking zombies. And all of a sudden, like 70 of them poured out of nowhere and I died almost immediately. Oh, you must be right near a nest. I had. Yeah, I had to not only clear the checkpoint, but I also had to empty a nest. And I was like, I'm going to try to do a couple things at once. And it was really bad. I mean, I'm having a good time, but I can definitely tell when I'm while I'm playing that it's like I'm officially done. I just I have like a couple hours and then I just feel it in my bones that it's like I am done playing this game now. I would like to save and stop. (laughs) Sometimes it doesn't let you do that. You have to be near your fucking motorcycle or something. You have to be near your motorcycle or a bed. Yep. Which is fine. Whatever. But it's like, man. 
just, I'll adjust. I just need to play it more. And then maybe I'll just get better at it. Maybe one day they'll release a very, very easy mode. Like Fourth Horizon. How they waited a while and they did story mode and it was really easy. Everybody loves storm yeah. mode. Because like, you know, I'm 27, bitch. I'm not, I'm not going to get any better at video games. I'm just going to get better at playing over time. Like I'm going to get more dexterous with certain games and how the buttons work. I'm not going to get better at games. I, there's only so much I can do. Play no, everything you can, with an EDR you, pad. You can get good scrub and get better at games. I think I haven't been trying since 1994. <laughs> nope. All right. Four. Yeah, well, I was she like... wasn't playing in 91. I was like two. How, 92. Why were you not playing games as a fetus? <laughs> I, I probably, was. I probably was because my mom was probably fucking... Playing Duck Hunt. You didn't something. start gaming until you were two? You knew. <laughs> we didn't have something. We didn't have like a thing until I was <laughs> two-ish. I think I was like five, to be fair. Because like my... what After I was born... Like for the first couple years that I was alive, my mom was like moving around a lot because life was really fucking weird. So it's like, where in that time do you have time to go buy a Genesis for fucking like a hundred dollars? Because the economy. Where's the time? Who's got the time? Who's got the time? That's all I played this week, though. Oh, what did you play? Oh, man. Okay, so over the weekend, I played some ESO, Annabelle and I. Of course. Um, I've been enjoying, I'm enjoying playing a Khajiit more now that I looked up a good Khajiit build, which is stamina based Nightblade. Great. Because I had been trying to do a Khajiit sorcerer, which is impossible. Khajiits are not built to wield magic at all. They are, however, very well built for slapping things a lot. Yeah. Why do you think one of my characters is a Nightblade? So I made a Nightblade. And this is back when, like shortly after we did the beta for elsewhere that I built the character. Um, I looked up all like the Khajiit prefixes and naming conventions and whatnot. So I named him Doda here. Um, so he's got an f- official Khajiiti name. Hell yeah. Um, and, you know, Twitch Prime gave us free glowing horses, yeah. which neither of our characters were level 10 yet. So we just went in, redeemed them and we're like, let's just do some questing until we hit level 10. Yeah. And then there was I was waiting for Annabelle to finish a quest that I had already done. So I was sitting around so we could join up on the next quest and I was browsing through all the menus and stuff and looking through the crown store. And then I found the the guild finder and I was looking through the guilds to see what was going on there and what was what. And I found a guild called the Fast and the Furriest. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I remember oh, you seeing that. Yeah, I need to apply to that. So we're both in that guild now. Uh, it's a small guild of like 30 something people. Wow. But yeah, but they're like, we we are casual. They're like you. There are no obligations, or and it just if you want to have fun and you need people to play with, we're your folks. That is my kind of guild. Yeah, because a lot of the other ones are like you know they're RPG heavy or yeah. they you know require you to be on for a full time job. Yeah, we do runs every two hours, and I, you have to be here every eighteen out of twenty nine hours. And yep. Yeah, I had jumped into a few different ones when I was playing Perfect World back in the day, and. There were like some that like people would just walk past and invite you for no reason or like some that I was like, that's a cool name. I'll try to like join that. 
And it would be like, you have to play the game for X many hours a week. You have to participate in so many dungeons with us. You have to like talk in the chat so like, many times. And I it's get like, you don't I, want dead players in there. Yeah, like I people totally that haven't get that. been active in three years. Fine. But like, wow. <laughs> You'd think they played wow. It's like, that's more effort than I put into a relationship with a human being. Right. That They're I looking with. for other neats, basically. Other hikikamori. Yeah. Just, I don't do anything but sit at home and play yeah. this game. Ne- I live in this game. No, no education, employment or training. Yeah. I was like, I wasn't sure if it was no. I wasn't sure if it was like the end was something else. No, it's no. Yep. No employment, education or training. What a life. Yeah. Something. <laughs> Honestly, after watching um, Gaijin Goomba did a really good breakdown of the music video. Me, me, me. And in that breakdown, if you haven't seen the music video, it's kind of hard to find the original on YouTube anymore. Mm. And it's because it's it's weird. It's Japanese. It's of very course. hentai. So, of course, it's weird. Um, so. But he did a breakdown of that and getting into the Hikikomori lifestyle and like whatnot that goes on there. And the way that he broke it down, I was like, this is the mental track I was on when I was living by myself mm-hmm. of like. Why bother being with anyone when you could just have whatever fantasy is in your head and yeah. stay home alone forever? Super unhealthy. Oh, very. Uh-uh. Like, there's a difference between being like, I am not a person who is into relationships or sex or whatever. That's totally fine. But if you're not that person, like, if you're like, I'm not a romantic. I need relationships to thrive. I'm just going to be a single person forever because I'm lonely and this is what I've decided. That shit's not okay. That's like one one track to depression town. Mm. No, that is depression town. It's just one track to kill yourself town. <laughs> it's yeah. What was the show? Welcome to the NHK. Yep. Yeah. That show right on the nose with all of that. Um, but anyway, I, I digress. Yeah. Uh, so we played some ESO streamed soma and that game has been really growing on me yeah i still have to watch wednesday's like a parasite vod mm, it wednesday's vod is when like shit it, goes, gets real i mean shit was already real on monday things were like when we were looking in the mirror and you could see the reflection of your face yeah your, your quote-unquote okay face. but y- you know the but can you cry with no eyes yeah isn't that where it came from i think so that's yeah because i would Corey ha- was watching the Soma stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, I would have to ask if it came from that or if he just was like thinking about it well, yeah, <laughs> while watching Soma or something. You know, when we came across like Terry Aker's eyes yeah. in one of the areas at Delta Base, I think it was. And I was just carrying his eyeball around with me for a little <laughs> while there. Um, I'm pretty sure we have now run into Terry Aker's. Oh, no. See, I've never gotten that far in like watching a Let's Play. So that's all new to me. So I'm excited for that. Good Lord. Yeah. We also found out some things about our character that like it was already one kind of a twist to be like, hey, you're actually a robot. And we're yeah. like, yeah, we kind of saw that coming. It was kind of. Um, yeah. The, then the, something else happens and they go, OK, but not really. And you're oh. like, what? I know that I've seen when I went to look up what the alien buttholes are, um, the things that heal you. I yeah. found a meme on the subreddit that made me laugh. I don't understand the meme yet. I think we will when the end game comes and I'll share it when the end game comes, but it made me laugh really hard. And I was like, Oh no, I think I just got spoiled, but I don't understand yet because that hasn't happened yet, but it still makes me laugh. Cause it's the meme of like the, like 
something is the floor and then there's a kid like jumping off the floor and it's oh, like, yeah, the, like the floor, floor is lava the floor thing. is like commitment and it's like me jumping away from right. it it's one of those things but it's like soma base and i was like that meme is so funny but i don't get it but oh no i think i just got spoiled oh boy i hope you do share it once the game is over i will i will because it's i'm very excited for it, it. i'm sure it'll make sense one day mm. oh good lord what else oh so i don't know if you'd call it playing but i've been on habitica a lot mm-hmm. i'm now level six i would consider that a game since that's what it's, it it's gamifying your tasks i is, wish it worked on me i like that it works on me mm. Um, it's because I was playing level up or playing using level up life last week when we were talking about it. Yeah. And that's okay. They give you suggestions and it's just like, uh, read a chapter of a book today. And you're like, okay, cool. I did that. I like that. It gave you suggestions, but you add things to your goals and it doesn't separate it between like daily, weekly, monthly things that you're able to do. It's just, here's all of your shit in one spot. Yeah. Habitica has three sections. One's a habit section. So I have one that. You either hit plus or minus depending on whether you did the right habit or you did the negative habit. Yeah. So I have wake up on time or hit the snooze button. Yeah. Because I'm infamous for sleeping late in the mornings. (laughs) So if you hit the negative button, then it does damage to your character. Yeah. And you hit the positive button and it gives you experience and gold. Uh, The whole game runs on an honor system. It's not like. Right. You know, I could just sit here and hit buttons all day and you know be whatever max level i want to be that's my problem i can't even lie like i can't even be honest with (laughs) (laughs) i can't even be honest with my period tracking app and that thing doesn't judge me (laughs) so like it's just not i like maybe i'm a different person now than i was a couple years ago like i use calendars now maybe i could use habitica and try again maybe we could give it a week and just try well i mean because now we've uh i like that it has widgets so okay so it has yeah. habits it has dailies which are things that will reset every day things i need to be doing every day and i gave them fun names um like washboard abs is my reminder to do 10 <laughs> setups not the smelly kid use deodorant um worry free is to take my anxiety like a slav is to do 20 squats yeah uh, my favorite of course is shitty zen garden clean the cat box yeah so does I, it have reminders that'll be like hey yes you wanted to do this today because yep. i need that shit what i do instead is i send an email to myself to my work email being like hey stupid bitch you have to update the blah blah when you get into work tomorrow and then i'll get to work and be like I'm not going to remember to do that. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to check this so email the when I get in. So things like um, I have brush my teeth, polish mouth pebbles. Um, <laughs> and that if I haven't logged that I've done it by 11, 10 p.m., it'll be like, hey, you were going to do this. Mm. I have the same thing with my medication in the morning is like if I haven't logged it by 830, it'll go, hey, did you do this? Yeah. If not, you should probably do it. And then you have a to do list, which is things that don't repeat. It's just a thing I have to do like once. Yeah. Like. Uh, I put it's for research. I need to watch the ingress series, which I started doing. Huh. It's good. It's like psychopaths light oh. so far. But, you know, then I finished that. I check it off. And but the thing that I liked about it is that it has widgets. So I just have them on my home screen. Yeah, because they always say, oh, make a to do list and put it as the wallpaper for your home screen. And I'm like, that's a stupid idea because I want my wallpaper to be something I like. Yeah. And it's 
there comes a point where you have so many things popping up in your vision that you just ignore it. Yeah. So I have three widgets on the home screen for that. My to do list, my dailies list, which is so nice because once I check off my dailies, the little purple translucent box that they occupy disappears. So I can see my wallpaper again. So all the more incentive to check off my dailies. Yeah. And then I have my character with his health bar and experience bar. And I've got more widgets that I put on the other page, which are really optional, but they're for my habits just so I can just go over and did I do this? Did I not do this? How how am I doing with life? Yeah. And also because um, it allowed us to form a party. So I downloaded Habitica. Mark downloaded Habitica. Annabelle has it. Uh, my cousin has it. So all four of us joined a party. I built the parties, just dudes in suits based off of our persona group slash our mods for the discord. Right. So we are dudes in suits and we go on. Um, we have a quest that we're on right now to slay the basilisk, which is <laughs> all four of us team up. We all agree to go on the quest. You go on the quest and in order for us to do damage to the basilisk, all of us have to check off all of our daily tasks. That's stressful. So it, it keeps all of us kind of like, I mean, you make your own daily task. You could have like three right. things. Wake up, brush teeth, take shit. Yeah. And that's it. And you go I would them win all. at that. And there you go. But it's like if three of us do all of our daily tasks and one of us doesn't, the group takes damage. Oh my God. That's stressful. So it's it's kind of like keeping um, keeping everyone accountable mm-hmm. is the thing. So. I've been enjoying that. And there's guilds in it, which is basically just like small communities for yeah. things. There's like a blogging guild and there's Twitch streaming guilds and my life is an RPG guilds and all that kind of stuff. I added a bunch of them, but I haven't had a chance to go through them yet. So that and there's like a bunch of stuff that you can unlock for your character. Like as you level up, you earn gold. Yeah. You can use that gold for items and whatnot. It's honestly pretty cool the way that yeah. they have it set up. I mean, I, I tried it a couple of years ago and I really, I thought it was adorable. It's just, it was like every day I was either lying to it or just straight up ignoring it. And then I was like, I'm just, it's time to uninstall you. I felt like I was drowning somebody in a bathroom sink. Cause I know myself. I can't even, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that has been wonderful. I've mostly just been playing like I say playing, but like the big thing I've been doing this week is just trying to get my life in order, like Mm. financially and everything else. And I decided to restructure my phone's home screen as a video game menu, because for those that have read my uh, my life as an NPC blog, the third one was talking about how every player has a system menu, your smartphone. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it has all sorts of things in there, like your contacts. And I was like, what if I set up four main folders on my phone? So my four main folders are hero, which is everything for metric tracking as far as like fitness, food intake, weight, steps, uh, my meditation stuff, my stuff for studying ham radio, my horoscope, like anything that's related to me as a person mm-hmm. that's in there. And are you then Aquarius? Got, yes. I thought so. Um, then I have my entertainment folder, which is, of course, you know, things like YouTube, Audible, games, Podbean, stuff like that. I have a chat section, which is anything I can use to communicate. It's basically social media, but rather than writing out social media, I just put chat. Yeah. I know. So everything you're just from like, chatting. Yeah. You're not on like Facebook. You're right. Like 
Chatting. So I'm everywhere from like everything from Reddit to Pinterest is on that. Yeah. Telegram, Gmail, Snapchat, Instagram, all that stuff. I fuck with Pinterest. Um, and Every then like six months I get back into Pinterest and I'm like, damn, this slaps. The last one that's actually been doing me a lot of good is shop, which is anything that I can buy stuff on or uh, use to manage money. So I have a place now for like the Google Play Store mm-hmm. and Amazon, as well as my PayPal, my credit card accounts, uh, apps for gas stations. Yeah. Google Pay and the two that I've been using more recently, Robinhood and Binance. Okay, but hear me out before you get into this. Yes. You make an icon for your for the settings menu, but instead change it to options. Yes. <laughs> Need to. And it's just settings. Yes. Just that. It's settings and like the Galaxy theme yeah. store. Because I love to go in the Galaxy theme store. There's so many cool Halloween ones that are free right now. I just gave mine like a bluish sort of theme to it. Mine is and like changed my wallpaper. So now everything is like blue and purple because mm. Habitica is a purple, has a yeah. purple thing going on. And the theme is blue. And my wallpaper right now I shared on the Discord is Crash Bandicoot and Spyro playing games together. It sure is. It's so cute. It's amazing. Corey sent it to me and I was like, that's my new wallpaper yeah. slash lock screen. It's very good. Which it replaced the dragon girl that was on there before. So like I wish I was ballsy enough to put porn back on my phone wallpapers because I used <laughs> to have like naked video game men. And then I started a job <laughs> where I'm I usually have my phone on my desk mm. because sometimes I just need it yep. for stuff. And I, God forbid somebody walks by as I get a text and they're like, what is that on your phone? And I have to be like, so his name is Iron Bull. <laughs> <laughs> and that's his penis. But then you could go with, well, he's voiced by Freddie Prince Jr. It's basically Sarah Michelle Gellar's husband. So it's like I'm doing Sarah Michelle Gellar. God, the dream. Perfect. Wow. Um Outside of that, I haven't I don't think I've actually played. Oh, I I'm trash and I reinstalled Pocket Camp. You are trash. I mean, it's pocket, it's, not trash. It's, po- it's fun. It's Pocket Camp. It's fun. It just gets old fast. Yeah, <laughs> I just put it there because like it's that time of year again. Yeah. And things start having the spoopy events and I really yeah. like Animal Crossing and spoopy events. So you put them together in an app. Yep. You sold me. Yep. I also started playing Ingress a little bit again. Is that any they, better than it was? It it's playable now. Well, that's good. I was able to start it up and not get a <laughs> hey, we know you've been playing for like nine years, seven years. But uh, <laughs> here's a tutorial about how the game works. Now go walk across town to the first portal. that. OK, you. but can they do that for fucking Pokemon? Right. I know you've been playing since it literally came out. But like, here's, here's a how tutorial. to play the game. Yeah. Yeah. Now they actually they probably will follow that through with Pokemon as well, because there is a menu in ingress that you can play the tutorial if you want to it is an optional tutorial Thank and God. more games need to do that listen the biggest thing i heard from the new pokemon is that there's going to be auto save that's in here spoiler alert no oh. oh, it's no. like the first thing oh shit it is <laughs> spoiler <laughs> anyway, alert so that's for after the break yeah that's pretty much all i've been playing a lot it's just a lot of random stuff yeah. and dealing with my life that being said, let me tell you a lovely story about some games that are coming at you next week. 
So Tuesday, September 17th, we'll have Lego Jurassic World for the Switch. That sounds delightful. Everything about that, every word in that sentence is beautiful. It's not. Yes. Wait, no. Um, was it? Jurassic World was the bad one. Was that the one that we played that one time that we were at Renna Center for yes. a Saturday? I wish it was better. That was the one where they took clips from the movie and just like put the audio in the game. Oh, yeah. But it sounded like somebody had recorded it. First in the actual theater. life. No, yeah. it was no, it was just some random event we did. Was that? I yeah. thought that was extra life that you I'm yeah. pretty sure it was a preview to extra life. Like, was, not the day of extra life, it was but it like was a, an attachment. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was but before yeah, it was we like ever a random did, game nay before yeah. extra life. Yeah. Uh, I just went and talked to the people at Renaissance Center and I'm like, you guys have a lot of televisions. <laughs> And they were like, yes, what thank if? you. And they were like, yeah, go ahead. Use them. Uh, yeah, that was I forgot. So, OK, not everything about that sentence is beautiful, but most of the things it should have been. But it's not the Lego and the switch part. Uh, so Thursday, September 19th, Overland for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, Mac and Linux. I'm so happy to see Linux on so many more lists. I know now. it's crazy. Friday, September 20th, Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch remastered for PS4. Well, there goes my money. Uh, the Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening for the Switch, which we are and picking up. There goes my money. Off. I've already paid it off with the Amiibo, so we're <laughs> picking that crap well, up. You want to pre-order meme mine and pay that off? Boy, if I had money, I would. I, uh, I didn't ask if you had money. as You're going to do it. Oh, well, then you got to wave your hand like a Jedi. Be like, you will pre-order this for me. And I'll be like, oh, I will pre-order this for you. Yeah, but I'm more Sith aligned yeah. than I am Jedi, so. You don't want to sell me dust sticks. You'll do it. And with that, we'll be right back. We're going to take a, a break and then we'll do news things. <laughs> this Week in Gaming is brought to you in part by the support of our patrons. AJ Baki, Eileen Hubbard, For Love of Nerd, Mark Anthony, and Robert Brady. Your contributions allow us to license Adobe Audition and continue doing what we love, working on making our streams and podcasts even better. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. It's time for a humble brag. Yeah, we know what you like. You like games, you like deals. Let's talk some deals going on on Humble Bundle right now. Level up your Python. You can dive deeper into Python learning with the latest bundle filled with ebooks, software, and videos. Get PyCharm Professional Edition, Managing Python Dependencies with Pip and Virtual, Python Basics, a practical instruction introduction to Python 3, and more. There's a whole bunch of books here. They look like your typical textbook wannabes. You know what they look like. They got basic pictures of like kids building numbers and hooking computers into things because you're going to be one smart cookie when you finally finish these books. There's also a Python Morsels, which is a picture of a snake holding a cookie. So would you look at that? Cookies come into it after all. But you're not just here for books and textbook looking things. You're here for games. So let's talk some games. You got the RPG bundles still going on for another 11 days, 11 whole days. You could play as a puzzle solving teen snatched out of her time in Hive Swap Act 1. Search for your catnap sister in the possum world of Cat Quest and take on the roles of a trigger happy mercenary or on Pandora and Borderlands Game of the Year Enhanced. Yeah, you guys know about Borderlands. I'm sure Morgan talked about it at the beginning of this episode. So that's like a thing you could do, like the original game. It's there. It's on the list. You could get it. The Game of the Year edition. That's like the edition that came out that year that just has all the stuff with it. It's really good. Okay, just trust me on this. It's Borderlands. You can't go wrong. 
And of course, if you know us, you know it's Spooptober. It's always Spooptober. Spooptober starts sometime after the 4th of July and does not end until it is time for the holidays in winter. So you can get a Spooky Horror Bundle 2019. Undead buddies Frank and Barry are back to remind us that spookiness has no season. Turn off the lights, grab a controller, pick up the bundle of horror games including Inside, Darkwood, Beholder 2, Pacify, and Agony. There are some delightful looking horror games going on here. Darkwood is one that the, the review says too scary, can't play it. 10 out of 10 would shit my pants again. You gotta, if you're into horror games, check it out. All the links are down in the description below. Thank you guys so much for listening. And you know, your Humble Bundle purchases do help support us. Doesn't make it any more expensive for you. Just go into the links, tells them we sent you. We'll catch you again next week with more game deals. Until then, stay awesome. Yeah, I'm Spartacus. Welcome back. <laughs> I'm going to throw it on over to Morgan for posterity and stuff. No, I'm Spartacus. Oh, go radiate yourself. Well, Hi, I'm Moira Brown. <laughs> and anyways, for posterity, like Proxy said, this is This Week in Gaming, episode 127. We are recording this on Friday, September 13th, and this will hit your earballs on Saturday, September 14th. It is Friday the 13th. It is. And it I is have a black, my luckiest day. We have a black cat, too, which increases the luck. And it's a full moon tonight. And it's the harvest moon tonight. I am so glad that none of you work in fucking customer service anymore. Mm-hmm. I would have killed would, someone today. It would have been a wild time. Yup. <laughs> sure would have. Yeah. Either way. So like we said previously, or like Sarah said, Pokemon is our first set of news. Specifically yeah. Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, so Pokemon Sword and Shield may have an autosave feature. Uh, like I said, I was reading. <laughs> I'm just predicting the future. I didn't even read the notes today. So like. Terrific. I. Do I ever? No. <laughs> you should start. I should skim. <laughs> I just skim for keywords. No, I'll it, tell you what they I are. I skim just to see what the title is. And sometimes the title doesn't even make any fucking sense to what the notes are. It's like Joy-Cons. Well, done. time to talk about Tokyo Game Show this week. <laughs> it makes sense in my head. I know it does. And you're trying to make funny titles most of the time. It's so Sometimes. Not all the time. Either way. So during the Nintendo Direct, fans noticed the words now saving popped up on the screen while the player walked into a clothing store. Yeah. But also during the Direct, hard saves from the in-game menu will still be the way to save the game. Um, if the game does now have an autosave feature, it will be the first set of mainline games to have one. Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu had autosave functions as well. Yeah, I, which I didn't realize, but one of my friends was like went off on people who were like, oh my god, autosave, that's really great. He was like, Pokemon, let's go, Eevee and Pikachu had that. And I was like, dude, I didn't realize. Yeah, and I fucking powered through Eevee. I don't consider that a, a, a main game it's, anyway. It's, it's it's an offshoot. It's not a mainline game at all. It's a reboot. But, well, no, the, that's why I specified mainline. Right. Because if it does, if they do, I hope they do, because it'll just be so much information. Um, if they do, it'll be the first mainline. But I think a lot of it helps, too, is because it's going to the Switch and it's not going to a DS. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. I the also, Switch has the capability um, more than anything. No one is sure if you'll be able to have multiple save files on Sword and Shield. Because Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu, right? You could. You could, you could have one per Switch profile. Right. 
Because you're saving your information on your Switch and not on the cartridge. I think that'll make sense. I So I don't know if it's going to work the same. Be better, because I'm not buying two versions of the game. But I kind of hope that it does work that way. Well, I want... Which one do I want? I don't remember which you one want I want. Sword. I want sword, but all my friends want sword. So I'm probably going to end up with shield because I'm a pushover. <laughs> or I buy her sword and she goes, oh, honey. Yeah. But I'm only buying one of this game. Yeah. I'm not spending $120. Fuck no. Nope. On two of the same game. Plain and simple. Yeah. Not going to do it. And they better do like they did with Let's Go, where every profile has its own save file. Well, because I mean, that would be fucked if it didn't. So you get sword, all your friends get sword, and then y'all find one person who has shield, yeah. and it's like a harem. Honestly, yeah. So you're going to get shield then? I have... Maybe. I have <laughs> one friend who has Let's Go Pikachu. One. All of all of my friends, internet and real life, who got Pokemon Let's Go, I have one person who got Pikachu, and it's like fuck. Yeah, that's because Eevee is far superior. Yeah, but it sucks because it's like, what if we want to complete the Pokedex? I'm never wow. gonna get around to it. I've never gotten around to it ever in, in a game. In 25 years, I have never completed a Pokedex. I've, I've always, only completed one, and it was the first. Game. I've always wanted to. It's just you know, life finds a way. <laughs> Speaking of Jurassic Park. Yeah. Fuck. Moving on from Pokemon Boogie. and our. Our rants about the games and whatnot. Uh, some Last of Us Part 2 news. Yeah. So Naughty Dog is hosting their own media event for The Last of Us Part 2 to hopefully discuss more of the game's details and maybe even share a release date. Uh, as of Tuesday, September 24th, no time known yet. Uh, that is when the event will be happening and will hopefully be live streamed. So yeah. that's what two weeks I'm gonna, from now? Um, yeah, it's not this coming Tuesday, obviously, but the next one. I'm going to keep an eye on it because I follow one of the Naughty Dog people on Twitter. Uh, so hopefully it like she I was looking don't for forget. something else, I have, but I follow I a lot of Naughty Dogs on Twitter, <laughs> but none of them are affiliated with the game. Company. Yeah, I have it literally in my calendar, so I can't possibly forget. Um. Because that's just who I am as a person. There it is in my calendar. It's definitely in my calendar. <laughs> Had to is. check. Would you look at that? Would you just look at it? Would you just take a look at that? Would you just look at that? It's like tell him, would you look, would you just look at it? <laughs> you know, no matter how much I hate that video, I reference it like three a times a day at work. <laughs> and I'm just waiting for it. Like, like we have a new warehouse manager and he's, he's in his like mid to late thirties, but he's like, like us, nerdy and cool about it. Someone's going to call you out on it one of these days. I'm waiting for him to be like, well, would you just look at that? Either way. <laughs> He's got to look at it this way. Yeah, just got to look at it. Uh, moving on from there to Joy-Con news. So Nintendo recently filed a patent that shows they may be thinking of making updated Joy-Cons that are hinged at the top for comfort and hopefully less Joy-Con drift issues. So like it literally like it literally it's like so like you have the first two thirds of the Joy-Con and then you get the top and it goes. Beep, 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 beep. OK, like, I wish your switch was in here so I could show you exactly. Is it? It's down there. Yeah. So like where on the left side where the the analog stick is. Yep. That would be where it 
would hinge like hinge. forward backward yeah forward backward hinge oh. or on the right side would be where the d-pad is but either way hmm. but it, that would make sense because it's a lot easier to hold with like a little bit of a hinge to it than just straight forward yep um the hinge would be above the d-pad on the left joystick and on the right it would be able to be to bend into and out of place while attached to the switch allegedly um no word from nintendo on if these will become a reality slash when slash etc i don't know if it'll become a reality anytime soon if anything that'll be the next update it might be like with the switch pro when they decide to debut these because they haven't said anything about a switch pro yet they just have the new line of switches coming out the updated versions of those yeah like the light well not even the light but like with the the, the couple new hardware adjustments mm, mm, yeah the newest production line of it so i mean there's that hopefully i don't even know if hopefully because these fucking controllers cost me 80 dollars a piece if I want to get mm. new ones, Oof. they're eighty dollars because no, you, you can't just buy one. Right, you got to buy both. You have to buy both because, like, they had the new colors out, and I was like, "Man, I would really like a pair of just green." But no, it's green and orange, or green and purple. And it's like, yeah, I like those colors too, but I can't buy a left of this and a right of that. Oh, uh, that's what they need is like a store where you can just go and like, here's the side of the store that's all left Joy-Con, and here's even, the side that's all right Joy-Con. Even Pick if it colors. was the Nintendo store. Like, if I had to go to fucking New York to the Nintendo store. Oh, we'd make a trip out of that. Which I don't know if there is one. I don't think there is one in New York. I know there's a Pokemon company, but still. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, do that, please. If I have to go online, I will do that to just get a left and a right of the same fucking color. That's why I got the gray one in the first place. <laughs> Nobody wants the same color. That's <sighs> weird. Drives me insane. Either way, I'm I'm getting off topic once again because that's what I do. Uh, moving on from there, Days Gone news. So Ben Studio has announced that they are finally releasing Days Gone's new game plus mode in an update that it has rolled out as of today. Actually, nine thirteen. Uh, like all new game plus modes, it will allow players who have beaten the game to start the game over from the beginning, choose a new difficulty if they wish, and keep most of the items, weapons, etc. that they have uh, that they completed the game with. Uh, there are also two new difficulty levels as well, which is hard to and survival to, which I don't want to know how hard they are. I haven't played hard or survival mode on Days Gone. Uh, medium was pretty hard for me in the first place tough enough am i gonna replay it with new game plus you bet your ass i am will i play it on hard one absolutely will i decide to revert back to medium later on most likely my life most of the time i don't do that anymore it used to be all the time i'd be like normal oh nope nope gotta put it on easy Wow, I'm just plagued with yawn today. Yeah, you are. You're going to make me yawn if I look anymore. Ugh. See, there it is. There it goes. Motherfucker. Uh, uh, you know what rhymes with yawn? Rom. Rom. Roms. Roms. Uh, not in the world of rom-coms, but, you know, and once again, Nintendo, in, in other news, 
Uh, Nintendo filed a multi-million dollar lawsuit on Tuesday, the 10th, against ROM Universe, alleging the site is, quote, built largely on brazen and mass scale infringement, end quote. Nintendo's seeking damages for up to 150000 for each copyright infringement and up to $2 million for each trademark infringement. ROM Universe offers $30 a year memberships to have faster download speeds as well as the ability to download an unlimited number of ROMs, which uh, I think I'd feel worse about it if they weren't charging people. If it was just like, we're we're hosting a site that uh, it does free ROMs and you can download them. And then Nintendo was like, we're suing you. And they're like, well, we haven't made any money off this, but they've made money off this. The yeah. problem is also that the uh, owner of the website, whose name I have because I printed out the lawsuit. Oh, God. Is, um, <laughs> wow, you did. Matthew Storman. He every time that Nintendo took down another ROM site, he would like publicly brag about the fact that they couldn't possibly take down rom universe oh no <laughs> so it's like dude you i read asked for this so. i read through this lawsuit by the way just to see if there was anything super interesting in it and there was one thing that made me laugh really hard uh, uh in the part where the lawsuit has to state like who the parties are facts and background um Nintendo develops, manufactures, markets, and distributes electronic video game hardware, software, and related accessories. Nintendo has released a variety of video game systems, such as the Nintendo Entertainment System, released in 1985. What a funny thing to lead your lawsuit with. And then it goes on to say additional video game systems like the the SNES, the 64, the GameCube, the DS, the Wii... All the DSs and the Switch. Weird. Wait, the Wii, the DSi, the 3DS, and the Switch. They skipped like four consoles. <laughs> like, no, what a I, weird I think, thing. I think, honestly, they start off with the NES because that's what's mostly um, no. emulated and maybe wrong. That, and they need to make a point that it, it, Nintendo it, has been in the video game market since 1985. Yeah, so they're yeah. not a brand I, new company. They're right. trying to make sure that people know. A history that there's a big history there, um, which if you don't know who Nintendo is by now, yeah, wow, it, it's taken every other game console manufacturer like a decade beyond Nintendo releasing to convince people that every game console wasn't isn't called it a Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah, they literally would encourage people to stop calling all things Nintendo to like to say Nintendo Entertainment System or Super whatever because they. Where like people are calling PS1 a Nintendo that has to stop. That has to stop. Especially considering that PlayStation formed because of, you know, bad blood between Sony and Nintendo mm. after attempting to make a disc add-on for the N64. Um the charging. Or no, it was the Super Nintendo, sorry. The 64 came out years later. The charging of $30 started in 2009. Yes. Yeah, ROM Universe so. has had has or had a free download ability for non-premium members, but users are limited to one game download before being prompted to upgrade. Which, like, is crazy. One? And then you want $30 from me? See, it used to be, like, with some ROM websites, it was, you got... Like one, maybe two free ones. And then after that, you'd have to like wait 20 minutes or an extended amount of time or you could upgrade. I also found this part interesting. Not that I've ever done that. Um, 
Go ahead and read the, the rest. Is that all? That uh, no, so Go Nintendo the claims the lawsuit that ROM Universe has nearly every Nintendo game in its library, including some of the newer Switch games. Complaint is filed for copyright infringement, federal trademark, and unfair competition. Unfair competition. And the complaint also demands a jury trial. Yep. So that'll be fucking interesting. I hope they live stream it. Because they have, <laughs> because they have <laughs> On to. On Twitch. The, uh the teams the, the the attorneys equally get to choose the jury i, so I like, want nintendo to have phoenix right represent them <laughs> <laughs> um uh, so we think everyone should objection her name is katherine dugdale what a nintendo last name doug 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 Doug. Um, I found this Catherine interesting. Dig Dugdale. Second, Mr. Bowser. Second cause of action trademark infringement. The pirated games offered by defendants to the website use and incorporate Nintendo of America's registered trademarks, including the opening credits for each game. So you know how when you start up a game and it says like Pokemon by Game Freak. Yeah. It's the part about by Game Freak in the emulator. Like the part about where it's like by, whoever. by, by Nintendo, by whoever that is really part of the problem. It's like part of the big problem is that it says in the emulation in the emulation by Nintendo. Isn't that so funny? That's weird. I wanted huh. to read through that and I couldn't stand to look at a screen for any longer. So I had to print it out because I'm fucking <laughs> that's absolute that's dedication. Right? I just thought it was because you're a junkie and like you need your information straight really, up on paper. I really like killing um, trees. I recycle. So, <laughs> Leave we me have alone. metal straws. I recycle. That's I bring true. all my recyclables to work, and they go to a place where they recycle. Um, can I can I jump into this next yes, one? Yes, you it, can. That's you, something. Yeah, no, you can. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> it sure is something. Um, a KFC themed and branded dating simulator is going to be released on Steam Tuesday, September twenty fourth. The game is called "I Love You, Colonel Sanders: A Finger Looking Good Dating Simulator." It is an anime style dating simulator where you play a culinary school student trying to date a young Colonel Sanders who also attends culinary school. When it releases, it will be free on Steam. I will be playing it. Maybe yep. not on stream. I don't know, but we'll see. Uh, the game promises, quote, multiple hours of gameplay and quote, and even has a secret ending. OK, but you need to Google this game just so you can see a picture of what Colonel Sanders looks like. Yeah, the part that I didn't include in the notes is that you are dating a hot young Colonel Sanders. That is what many of the articles I read said about it is that he's a young, hot Colonel Sanders. And honestly, I don't disagree. But like, Why? what the fuck? I also love that the name is like 14 miles long. I love you, Colonel Sanders. A finger licking good dating simulation. That's the whole name. It doesn't just end at I love you, Colonel Sanders. That's the whole name. I Oh no. I mean, I'm glad this is gonna be free, but also it's terrible because capitalism, free advertisement. But also look at that face. I'm gonna eat at KFC Taco Bell anyway. So this didn't work on me. I could fuck up some Taco Bell. But I won't. I wish it was nine o'clock because I could do the same. It was literally it's nine oh two. They closed three minutes ago. Wamp wamp. Honestly, whatever. Twenty nineteen isn't real. I nudity. Nudity. I don't like that at all. <laughs> 
Oh no! I, hope I, like, I mean, you're gonna strips. find out what at least one of those eleven herbs and spices is. <laughs> I like that um, it's free, but I like that you're at culinary school because I feel like most of these like dating sims, it's like I'm a, <laughs> I'm a manga artist at art school, and it's like, oh god, get over yourself, please. Well, that and like, what do you think about when you think about KFC Taco Bell? Culinary excellence. <laughs> about you i think of what the new mountain dew flavor is okay the the fucking mango one is so good though oh you just go there and you're like i know someone got a master's degree that works behind this counter <laughs> i mean they probably did who can get a job with a master's degree in no this one because you're overqualified yeah we want someone who's 21 years old has a doctorate in sports <laughs> medicine and 30 years of experience right Mm. 30 yep. to 35 years of experience willing to work for exposure yep it's crazy that's mm. stupid i don't know how to feel about it but boy am i gonna play it yeah whatever you know at this point like who cares <laughs> time isn't real multiple hours sarah nothing multiple multi hours multiple hours and perhaps a secret ending like nothing is real we are all the just only here. thing I've ever had from KFC that lasted multiple hours was regret afterwards. Yeah. Same. <laughs> but <laughs> but like, now I can enjoy so multiple good. hours. I'm so hungry. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> moving on from there, you want to bring us into our last uh, yeah. topic for the evening? Rounding off our day, evening, whatever, whenever you're listening to this, rounding it off. Uh, some Witcher news, specifically the Witcher Netflix series. So Netflix Netherlands Twitter and Facebook accounts had a post up for a brief period of time earlier this week that was counting down to various releases coming and coming soon. The Breaking Bad movie, uh, a new Peaky Blinders season, The Crown season three of Atypical and The Witcher were some of the shows and movies on the list. So according to the post, The Witcher Netflix series might be releasing around December 17th. The posts are now deleted as the post of the release dates of some of these shows uh, was clearly a mistake. So yep. we'll have to find out. But and also, I read this on on yesterday. I read this yesterday, which was Thursday. So, like, I don't know if something happened and changed between yesterday when I read this and tonight. Yeah. Maybe they Netflix had been like, oh, yeah, you, you got us. It's December 17th. I haven't seen anything yet. Yeah, I, nothing caught my eye, so I don't think so. But sometimes I do miss stuff. <sighs> also, microphone. Um, oh, welcome to my world. Um, Rooster Teeth laid off um, 50 ish, 50 to 60 people this week. So that sucks. But like, <sighs> that's what happens when you're owned by a big company like Warner Media. Oh, ooh, ooh. Uh, I've got something. I've got something. What? Hey, Proxy. Do you want to sit down and watch the new Death Stranding trailer? Oh my fucking god! I haven't watched it yet, but I guarantee it's, it's a like movie. A what? It's forty nine minutes long. That's a short movie. I've spent. Uh, but the best part is, so like I read last night that the new trailer from Tokyo Game Show is forty nine minutes long. Then this morning I read that Kojima himself was like, "Don't watch it." Oh my god! Why? Because it's so long. He's like, "Don't oh. don't sit down and spend forty nine minutes of your day." I mean. That is an hour to learn about it, but it it goes in depth, like full blown gameplay. That's a straight up pilot episode for a series. I was like, that's just yeah. a 49 minute like gameplay reveal. It's gameplay and mechanics and 
everything. At but this it's point, 49 minutes long. At this point, they could wait until it comes out and we would all be just as confused. Yeah. You know? I feel like I want to wait. Because nothing. Yeah, especially I, if it's like the first 49 minutes, because then you're going to be like, oh, great. I have almost an hour to play of this game before I can get to something new. I don't think it will be the first 49 minutes. I think it will be a random 45 minutes because I don't think it's going to be any of the game. <laughs> it's, it's just a ruse. We're going to open up the game. It's going to be fucking pong. Nobody, this is Death Stranding, guys. Knows. <laughs> it's just ground zeros. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It's PT part two. Oh, my God. What were you telling me the other day? Oh, about yeah. PT? That was so, terrifying. Um, there's a couple different YouTubers that um, break games so you can see like behind the character when it's like a first person mode that you can't like. Like people who break the camera in any yeah, game. They, they essentially they no clip yeah. the camera. And someone did it with PT recently to find out that, you know, like the ghost lady in PT. Yeah, yeah. she follows you the, through the whole game. So she basically, when you turn around, she just kind of turns with you so that she, you can't see her yeah. until you're supposed to. I'm going to have to find a video of that because that's literally the scariest thing that you've ever said to me. <laughs> Please share that with the group. I, if I find it, I'm gonna, cause that's terrifying. I actually was just, I started watching these videos earlier that was like breaking the boundary or something by this guy who breaks or finds people who have like gotten out of the camera of a game to discover what's outside. And I was watching this portal two video where he was like, what's outside of the boundaries of portal. And I think that's so interesting because in, game, in a game like Spyro, the original Spyro, the only thing that's outside of the bounds is like polygons. <laughs> it's just like shapes because the further out you get or the further away from what you're supposed to see you get is just like shapeless stuff that you weren't meant to see. But in Portal, it's all like the whole game is there. Yes. You get, excuse me, you get out of a wall and there's the rest of it. Yep. There's the whole beginning and the end. And it's like so funny. Yeah. I remember when uh, Nico and I broke Portal and got out to go get the cake and it's like, Oh, wow. This is where the end credits are. And this is where the beginning of the game is. And this is where this scene is because everything's done in real time. There are no yeah. pre-recorded cutscenes with the first portal. Yeah. Uh, there's a really good one. If you haven't seen it yet, that's an out of bounds on Bloodborne. Ooh. It's insane how much detail goes into things you can't even see. I That is interesting to me because and like, there's also like some monsters, some of the big fucking monsters that are like they don't spawn mm -hmm. into the map they're already there they're just like under the ground yeah and they just like they spawn in when needed and some of them are like crumpled up like paper Ooh. And they just, boop, there that's they are. fun and i learned like, why is what i knew about bethesda games that they uh anytime you can't see something they probably hit a lot of stuff over there like that part of the world doesn't exist i'm gonna hide some textures over there in case i need them but the player can't find them Probably, you know that about Bethesda games, if you've ever accidentally turned your camera too fast and broken it, you yep. know, because that just happens. But I learned that in Skyrim, at least potentially the other games, too, in like, you know, a, a place where there's a bunch of merchants. If you go under the world, there's a bunch of chests because the game doesn't know where to store all of their things because people, their bodies only have so much space. Right. Right. So it stores merchants items in chests that are under the world. What the fuck? Bethesda. And then the guy also would like, 
walked across the whole ocean and a bunch of mountains and there was just dragons just like mid flight ready to be picked up and like spawned by the game. And I was like, God, it's truly amazing. Really? <laughs> it's insane how worlds work. It's amazing how Bethesda it's manages like to- video games are just a, a grander scale of D&D. It's just a guessing game. I have all of my figures ready on the side of the board. But you can't for when, see them beyond the DM screen. Yeah, for, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what it is. It's DM screen. That's all it is. I yeah. have been hardcore wanting to get back into like running a tabletop game. I just I don't know right now because I um, donated my 3.5 edition D&D books. I don't feel like picking up 5.0. I may pick up Pathfinder. And I want to get into something that's simple enough to pick up. Yeah. From what I know about Pathfinder, I feel like it would be like more fun to do like hey i have time for like once a month we just like have a great time you know i want something i can just start off being like i have a free evening yeah let's all get together and we'll play until we're sick of playing yeah i I don't want to i don't want to have to sit down and be like okay i just bought the player's handbook who is free every other Tuesday for the rest of your life? Yeah, because as an adult, it's, it's just uh, impossible to do that. But if it's you're just hard like, to get two adults in the same space. Yeah. Yeah. The fact basis. that there's three of us in here is amazing. <laughs> it's statistic- statistically. Hello. It's a statistical <laughs> anomaly. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Names. John's having a strong. Uh, call, okay. But call of Vondulance. Just drink your happy juice. <laughs> don't need any more work it's crazy in here uh uh, that's all we've got for you for news for this week thank you guys so much for popping by having a listen we'll catch you again next week with more gaming news as a final plug before we go i wanted to say if you guys have not checked out the hidden level series by aj bach yeah it's sarah's favorite author um (laughs) i would love to read read exactly (laughs) exactly no aj bach books but i just finished book three of the hidden level series the first three books right now are on audiobook Highly recommend it. Yeah. Marianne Weathers does an incredible job narrating all the characters. And they're also on Kindle. And I learned this they are. is something that I can say because I'm not the author. I learned because of AJ that authors usually make more money on ebook sales than on physical book sales if their book is both ebook and physical book. Yep. Because the cost of printing. Yes. I had never thought about that. Even though a physical book costs more, I've always been like, I'd rather have that because then you get more money. And no. <laughs> they yeah, don't. I had covered that with her in uh, our the AV Underground yeah. interview that we did with her, which <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean?" I know. I felt and, like a uh, jerk. So always buy the ebook edition of something, I guess. Yeah, if you're able to, <laughs> uh, or the audiobook. Yeah, one or the other, because at least the audiobook that's a, uh, I think because it's uh, because it's Audible, Amazon owned, Amazon yes. keeps sixty percent, and then depending on how the author pays the their narrator uh it could be like a 2020 split royalties with that last 40 or it could be that they pay them outright but either way i feel like the audiobook was just such a joy like marianne weathers brings those characters to life and it's Mm. incredible and it's very much uh aj if you're listening i want (laughs) i was listening to um jello apocalypse you know the guy that does so this is basically my hero academia Oh, yeah. With uh, or so this is basically Overwatch. Yeah. Nimble bimble. And I was just thinking of his voice. And I was like, if I had to simplify a review for books one, two and three is like book one. Meet three characters you'll love, grow to love and one you'll absolutely hate. <laughs> book two. Meet three characters you'll grow to hate and one you'll absolutely love. Oh, no. Book three. Bring it all together. And holy crap, what happened? Everything's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> 
that, I really that's have my to summary them. of like the first two. It's kind of like Expendables when when the first one came out and I watched Sarah it. Sarah fell asleep. I wouldn't know. I've never I know been you able to know. <laughs> I looked at you. I'm directing it at Morgan. You know, like the first one, you're like, this is an amazing movie. Yeah. Then the second one came out, kicked the shit out of it. And you're yeah. like, wow, the first one's boring now. And then the third one came out and you're like, wow, the first two are boring now. <laughs> it feels like that. Like wow. I thought book one was good. And then book two happened. And I'm like, yeah, that's about as good as book one. And then book three happened. And I went, who, who wrote this one? <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, it's so good. Well, that's the thing about like. Growing as an author? Growing as an author. Like, yes. I, I went back and I read the first, I mean, I with the first thing that I ever really conceivably wrote and finished, I finished it, I printed it out so that I could reread it and fix it. And the reading the first chapter, which was the first thing that I had written and conceivably posted on the internet for people to read, I was like, why did I write this? I would rather die than read this again. <laughs> this is really bad. Why did people read this? And it's only been four years. So, like, I feel like time just passes. And Imagine you're like, what it would be like you write something and then you submit it to print. And then a little while later, you're like... Yeah, I guess I'll make some audiobooks. So then you make an audiobook, and now not only do you have to essentially reread the work that you wrote, yep. but you have to listen to someone else read the work that you wrote. My nightmare. <laughs> I don't so want like, anybody to read what I wrote, but I want people, read it aloud. I want people to enjoy what I've written, but I don't want them to read it. Is the thing <laughs> about writing is I want them to enjoy the thing you without need to having just read it. Print out blocks of wood that have a cover. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a cover image. And it's like this story by either you or whatever your yeah. pen, pen name you want to go by. And here's this, and people here's just look at about. it and they're like, I love this book because <laughs> it took me no time to read. <laughs> it makes a great doorstop. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 would definitely buy again. Yeah. But anyway, that's my last bit. I just oh wanted God. to plug the Hidden Level series because yeah. as someone who, you know, when people try and write about video games, but they don't play video games and you're like, this is painful for mm. me. This was not like that, which was incredible. Yes. It, this was like a Ready Player One experience of, oh, my God, you've not only like used proper terms, but you didn't dumb it down to a point where I feel insulted. Yeah, it's great. Uh, anyway, that's the end of my rant. We'll see you guys again next week. Thanks for popping by. Until then, stay awesome and happy gaming. See you. This Week in Gaming is a Yeah Dude Gamers production. Pre-production planning and show outline by Sarah Green. On-air organization and mediation by Morgan. Post-production audio and mixing by me, Josh Needham. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends. And check out our other podcasts, AV Underground, a show where Watson and myself discuss the struggles of getting started as a content creator. We often interview up-and-coming streamers, writers, photographers, and other content creators about their thoughts on getting started. Or Health and Mana, where Annabelle and I review multiplayer games and discuss how gaming ties into our relationship. This podcast has been brought to you by the support of our Patreon backers. To become a backer and show your support for the show, or to find out more about Yadude and what we do, check out yadudegamers.com. And hey, thanks. Thanks.